Hey, how's it going? It's Tim Brown, and this is the Hook Better Leads Podcast, and today I'm with Ben Minchaka. Yo. Is that how I say that? Yeah, Minchaka. Minchaka. And uh, you know him as the door-to-door gorilla. What are your what are all the names that you go by? Do you have any other rapper names here? No, just door to door gorilla or like block killer. Block killer. Uh, all right, he's got all, he's got that. Yeah, be good in the song where he got all the names. <laughs> um, so we're talking about basically what I think is high performing door to door people. What do they have in common, and how do you find them? I think that that's to me some of the questions I want to kind of pick your brain on but first let's recap for some of those people that didn't see your awesome video about uh you know the the gold rush of roofing sales right right. um with dimitri um give us the the two minute version of just your background what was the story what happened and what's going on right now yeah so thank you first for having me i always see you at these events super professional and he's this guy's got the best book recommendations so we're book guys so yeah what happened was, uh, thank you for that. Like I said, um, I got involved uh, when door to door in 2017. I was uh, kind of like broke, busted, disgusted, behind on life. Just really like too much month at the end of the money. Just like not passionate about what I do did for a living. Went out every weekend, self-sabotaging behavior, and got caught in this vicious cycle of going nowhere fast and always needing money and just never really truly happy. Right. Um, but what I found is that uh, like the more you just keep going in life and pushing forward through adversity, the, the more things open up. The universe, I think, kind of likes to test you. So I had some friends that were network marketing that got into storm restoration. They said, hey, come and try this out. This would be great for you. I quit my job and um, packed everything up and went to the East Coast and entered the storm restoration career. Uh, started my uh, career and, you know, just went through a lot of doors what you lack in skill you make up in numbers knocked a lot of doors got a lot of success as a canvasser then got recruited to be a salesman and did 90 day runs of half a million dollars and up and just became this crazy phenomenon that like i just took like a water fish to water and i was just highly successful at it made a lot of money changed my life changed my zip code changed my bank account like everything mm-hmm. just this opportunity door to door storm what's sales. happening now like uh, as you kind of had this oppor- these other opportunities kind of show from doing that video that took off and some other things what what is what's changing about your life now so what's changing about my life now is i'm i'm just getting a lot of recognition from people who are paying attention to that video and just recognizing some quality in me maybe that they had when they were younger getting started just like just beasts i I get to be around get to meet like um in high volume high achievement people Mm -hmm. um who are doing things on a larger scale than Mm -hmm. me so they reach out i get to meet them and network with them i get opportunities to consulting um um, coaching calls um i I partner with a software company to do a text follow-up system Mm -hmm. I talk to people from different countries, but mainly I get all these, just a lot of attention from people wondering how to mm. how to change their lives through door-to-doors or how to recruit or how to train or how Does to... money really follow attention? That's a, that's yeah, a yeah. Grand, or a, no, Grant Cardone. Uh, Grant Cardone thing. That is my whole premise, that money does require attention. And I'm yeah. sure you've been seeing lately about people who are like, hustle in silence and let your yeah. results talk for you. I think that that's people that like just it's true you can but they're getting seen they're just getting seen like 
in other ways besides social media. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and I'm just the total opposite of that. Like you yeah. and I are Grant Cardone guys, and I do really believe a large part of my success has been by attention, by putting myself out there, by taking the risk yeah. and taking. It's not, yeah. it's not always the most fun thing ever to be in a like. No offense, like to do a podcast, it's fun, but it's like also it's like work too. And like to get out and make, you're not being paid for this opportunity, right? Like that's the you're, thing. You're taking time out of your day when it's like clear revenue opportunities to go do something that's not always clear why you would do it, but then it always ends up being a good thing. It feels like every time you do put yourself out on that limb. I was roasted on a recent Dimitri video, but somehow we got a ton of business afterwards. Yeah. So like it doesn't really matter. The fact that you need more eyeballs does matter. You know that you got to get where people's eyeballs are at. And yeah. like Dimitri said, there are more consumers than there are creators. So therefore just by default, if you're producing something every day, people want to know what's going mm -hmm. on in your life. People want to know what cereal you eat, what kind of chalk I use, you yeah. know, people are just naturally curious and they won't go and do it. So people like you and I just put our, you know, just put some content, mm -hmm. it'll get consumed and you're already beating the majority of people who are too afraid or don't see themselves mm -hmm. at that. But it's so important in business nowadays to put yourself out there. Yeah. One of the reasons there's a lot more people better than me in sales and do a lot more volume in this and that, but I put myself out there and people know me more than them. And that's just the fact that just because I believe that money requires attention, mm. you got to get attention. Yes, I love that. So let's get into the uh, sales recruitment and, and tips for Young Bucks. So sales recruitment side of it, um, what do you look for when you're when you have to like, Russell up a team and you you you've kind of recruited a lot of people into the into the industry or, or how do, how do you get them maybe you don't recruit them so how do how do you sales young salespeople join the teams that you're a part of and what are you looking for when they Well I, like I said everything that I've been afforded in you know in storm restoration lately has been coming from that video and that's why I give Dimitri shout out to Dimitri because it's a great recruiting video. People see that they get fired up. They want to do what I do. It look, you know, making door to door sexy again, but people see that and they say, maybe they see if I could see this fat looking Asian guy do it and make a lot of money, maybe I can do it. It, it inspires people in yeah. different ways. But, but with that going with recruiting, I attract people to me, yeah. become the person you want to attract. Some of my mentor once told me that mm -hmm. a long time ago become the I want okay so be, become professional become effective and become like 10x more than the average and you'll attract people so I just attract them through the video but if I see someone at the you know that I like or get along with someone who goes the extra mile uh, we had a waiter that was like just making cracking jokes the other night and just he didn't have to do that but he was super cool was super attentive and then I always throw out my card because so everyone's always looking for an opportunity or you could do the old MLM network marketing. So, Hey, do you keep your income options open? Wherever you go yeah. ask someone that, Hey, do you keep your income options open? Mm -hmm. All right, great. I don't know if you're a good fit for that. You know, when's the closest time to now we can meet Tuesday or Wednesday, we'd sit down. I yeah. can share what I do and see if it's a fit. Okay. So let's say you're getting some, you know, funnel of people coming in. What are you really looking for as far as like the mindset? and the aptitude in these individuals like once you are starting to train with them a little bit you're starting to get out on i see you out there i know what you do because you put it on stories and some of that so you're out there with them you're training them you're you're seeing what they can do what are you really looking for or do you feel like everyone can do this if they just try hard enough well i i i mistakenly thought that my first interview with dimitri 
And what I found is that this isn't for everybody. So now the filter's got to come up now. Like basically, I don't know if they're if they're sharp, good look. Hey, I'm I'm gonna be real sharp, good looking, professional, and maybe they're not that way. But you could see like they got a quality, a good personality, mm -hmm. something that they can relate. Good energy, mm -hmm. you know, those kind of things. Good energy is really high on my yeah. list. Super high on my list because most people are like low vibrational frequency and you find someone who's just extra and they're only working at this job well it's not for the money that's just they're that kind of person so i look for that anyone who's good energy like good, great energy man great energy that's super important and just somebody who's dedicated discipline and just like shows up i shows mean up. you won't know that until yeah you gotta go through a few reps go through. Yeah, well yeah. that's what yeah. i noticed like i took everybody i cast a wide net previously and I, I got stung for it, right? Yeah. But now I know how to filter it more. And everything is, you gotta know, like everything that's happened in my life and why everyone knows me and this and that, dude, this just happened. Like, yeah. this is with my fifth year. So I'm, I'm like everyone else. I fail forward, I learn, I make mistakes, but I'm kind of one of those guys that goes out and does it. So if I recruit the wrong guy or a couple of wrong guys, I'm just gonna learn from it and not do it the next yeah. time. Isn't that funny though? Like you're hustling and, and it feels like silence for years and years, and then something pops off, and then people are like, "Wow, that's overnight success." You're like, well, yeah. They said you'll be <laughs> celebrated in public for all the hours you put in in private. That's that's huge. I agree, 100%. So let's say you know that somebody is gonna not work out. What are the things that kind of show you that quickly? And I'm sure there's a lot of roofing companies owner out, uh, owners out there, people that are involved with um, hiring and different things like that. So what are some red flags that uh, we, we want everyone to be good at this, right? We want, yeah. we want to give everyone a job. We want it, but sometimes it just won't happen. So maybe you get three to five days in or two weeks in and you realize this person has this, this, and this. I know this is not going to, I know this person's not right. going to be able to hang. Well, what, what I found is that, you know, punctuality is pretty important because if they're not going to um, think highly of, of showing up on time, it's most likely they're not going to follow through and focus what you need them to do. And in this sales, you got to be super focused and hyper focused and intense mm -hmm. and paid attention to details. And that's just the quality you have to have. So we have punctuality, I'd say for one, uh, two, just like I said before, respectful, mm -hmm. good energy, uh, maybe someone very rare but someone looking to um ask for extra hours over time work extra hey what can i do for you mm. anyone who offers very few people offer to do extra a lot of except people, for the guy the, the guy on the other side is the guy that likes oh i need to get off an hour early every yeah, single yeah. time or whatever hey yeah. i'm gonna yeah the person like now don't get me wrong there's family men in this industry so they need time or yeah. whatever with their kids i get that but the person that consistently comes yeah. up with yeah. excuse after excuse of why they can't do something that's a sign a big mm -hmm. sign that's huge hey do you ever have to let people go uh, or is that a different person? Not that's thinking? a different person in the office, but, but you do you are involved in making those decisions sometimes. Yes, of course. Okay, so talk to me about like it. It sucks to have to do that and to have those conversations. Why, from your point of view, um, do you end up doing that? Like basically, some people. What I'm saying is, there's a lot of roofing company owners that are leaving two or three low performers on their team right now, and they're not following through with what they know they need to do. Um, so I'm asking for a little bit of like, what would you say to that person? I would say, listen, here's the thing, man. You as a business owner, you got to have, make the decisions in your, 
your um, staff's best interests, right? That money you're wasting on these low performers could go and hire mm -hmm. and market and get other people, other monies for marketing, other things that can get you where you need to be. But these people are just like dragging you down mm -hmm. and people see that. Mm -hmm. People don't do what you do, they do what you, or they don't do what you say, they do what you mm -hmm. do. So if you're allowing this behavior to continue, yeah. that says it's okay with these people and it creates a lot of mess that you don't want to deal with later. I realize it's also a favor to the yeah. other people around them. If yeah. you're allowing low performers to stay and simmer and do their thing, you're actually affecting, they're affecting the work of the people around them. So don't think of it as a negative for their life. I call it release to industry, RTI. They're going to find a job, okay? They're going to be fine. Yeah, well, and then here's, I'll give you a perfect example. This guy was at one of these events, you know, people come yeah. up to me. And this guy's like, hey, Ben, like, how do you do this and how do you do that? And he's talking about how do you stay motivated? I'm like, well, how much money have you made? And he told me and it wasn't that much. And, and I'm like, how long have you been doing? He's like, a year. And I'm like, well, I don't think this is your thing, man. And he was like, what do you mean? Like, I want to do this. I go, yeah, but you spent this much amount of time. You only made this amount of much money. And then, dude, that means your focus is not there. You're not passionate about it. Yeah. And it's not going to work for you, and you're going to waste a lot, another year doing something you're not mm. made to do probably on this planet. Yeah, so exactly. Go find out what you're good at. Yeah. And it's just a pub like us public service announcement. I'm helping you save yeah. your time, man. You're I, helping them out. I say uh, don't judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree. <laughs> because, hey... Maybe you're going to be amazing at something else. You know what? I sucked at certain things. You know, like in my previous careers before this, I wasn't very good. Now, like every day, my energy feels like it goes twice as far because I know what I'm doing, what I'm supposed to be doing. And what I do in this situation is better than most people do it. And it happens naturally because it's what I was made to do, I think. I think that that's a... And what yeah. It's all too, like we keep going back. Uh, focus, dude, keep, con you have to focus on your energy. Where's yeah. your energy being, where's it going and yeah. what's it doing and where's it being diverted? Mm. Because, dude, you come here, we're all here with a common goal and that's the mission statement of the company. Mm. And if energy's diverted, it's not, it could be diverted back with the right people. So you got to always be, the energy has got to be mm. Something that you think about within your group at all times. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. And another thing, I, I read an amazing book about, um, it's basically about, it's not about managing your time, it's about managing your energy. And it talks about those times of the day when you have the best energy, making sure that you have the crucial like habits at those times of the day. And that's like, apparently, uh, high-performing athletes do the same thing. They they put their most crucial things in that whatever window it is for you. For me, my best work is done in like 8 a.m. to noon or something like that before lunch. That's like when I'm the best. So I put all, I stack all the most crucial activities in that time and managing your energy as an individual is really important, I think, too. That's a, it's really like the unfair advantage once you're aware of it. Awareness is the key to change, right? We can't fix something unless we know uh, what to fix, right? Mm -hmm. So energy is super important. And it just, I don't talk to some people that long. Yeah. I think it was Jim Rome that said, like, you can afford to, to listen. You can't afford to listen to people more than, like, five minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, you can't afford it, dude. Yeah. Like, so you so don't. like, negative people or something? Dude, like, there's yeah. just people I cut, I keep it short and sweet. And there's some people I totally don't talk to, but, like, once, I have to. And that's a hack. And you know what? That saved me a lot of emotional energy and yeah. just weird situations to get in you just eliminate that when you're 
cautious about who you give your energy to, who's yeah. coming into your sphere yeah. here. Like I said, it's just, I'm, I operate on energy. When I didn't know how to do sales or how to do insurance or how mm -hmm. to do door to door, I relied on my natural energy because in, the more energy you have, the more that attracts people because most people, like I said, have low energy. So here we go back on that energy. I'm That's good. Hey, this is the energy podcast. We <laughs> hope that this is giving you energy. Yeah. And I think like as a leader, if you're watching this, you're a leader of people, I think um, telling them that they are responsible for their energy and their attitude and they are responsible for not bringing in negative energy you do gotta tell people that too yeah, yeah. be positive no, no negativity, negativity allowed. Is, that a, is that a grant cardone yeah, yeah yeah i love it yeah so it's just awareness yeah. right yeah. like you know when i used to work in the uh the sheet metal shop is people thought i was so weird because people write affirmations or whatever mm -hmm. now we know that works it's effective yeah. i used to write like affirmations like on my 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 wrist yeah. While I was working, if you're like, what is that? It's just positivity. I was always into it before mm -hmm. I even see it play out in my life. Yeah. So it just, the stuff works, man. I love that. And I, I think people listen to you more when you've had a few successes. But, hey, the things that got you here were there before you had those. That's the thing. Like, that is so crucial because, like, nobody gets to have achievement without putting in time you can't cheat the grind trust me i tried i've yeah. tried to buy this and buy this and buy like but like or try you just can't cheat the mm -hmm. grind and i'm so glad that i made the decision to just stop humble myself and do the activity don't get attached to the results and then see what happens and then once you get that the confidence builds and then you get a couple years and the yeah. compound effect takes over and here we are I love that. One of my favorite uh, Rogan quotes. So Joe Rogan said uh, that there he wouldn't um, win the lottery if he could. He said, "I want to earn every fucking cent." I, I kind of love that. Yeah, it's just that mindset of like it's it's just so counterintuitive. We all want the hack. We all are impatient, but if you really understand patience and time. And how the compounding effect of, of going in one direction for a long period of time, that is the ultimate life hack. It's just well, you, can't, you cannot help but see those results mm -hmm. because you put in the time, you took the reps. Like I said, what you lack in skill, you can make up in numbers. Mm -hmm. But here's the, here's the great thing about the future is once you do that, you don't have to do that many numbers anymore mm -hmm. ever again. Yeah. Because... You're sharp. Yeah. And you heard anything. You know how Close to rate goes up, baby. Close rate shoots to the roof. All right. So uh, let's talk a little bit about now the opportunities that you're afforded as a, a little bit of a, an influencer. Can I say <laughs> yeah, that? A I roofing guess. influencer. So I know that that's heavy language. And I I don't consider myself one. So you don't, you don't like that, that way of calling it fine. But um, what is that cracked open for you? Why is being a personality in roofing a good thing? Well, I think it just puts one face on an industry, right? There's mm -hmm. different faces in this industry, but I think it just, like we we're talking about off camera, I think it just goes back, dude. People out there are having difficult times right now, post-COVID, everything's changing, the world's changing, economy's changing, and people are going through some things. And no matter what period of life we're going on, we need hope. So being me and doing what I do in this industry, it gives people outside looking in, I think, hope 
that there is, hey, this guy's doing it. Like, mm -hmm. a lot of people know me from the trades that are still following me and whatever. Um, but what it, I don't know, it just opens it up. I just get a lot of eyeballs on me from all walks of life, and they just think it's cool to see someone go from here to here, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Everyone loves a success story, and I think it's more personal because I came from the trades, and I went into sales, and... Like, I don't know how that video got so many views. It's mm -hmm. like 65,000 and climbing. It's People like, love roofing sales topics. Like, yeah. roofing sales topics. Like, we've got a video that's cranking up there too right now. Maybe it's like gonna, it's like six or something going to 10, but that's yeah. big for us. Yeah, yeah. It's just day in the life of a roofing salesperson. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And it's like, um, I think it might be suggested after the. Well, I've caught, yeah. believe it or not, like, I've caught some, some, uh, some slack from people like why did you tell people about this industry yeah, yeah, now yeah. we got everybody yeah. coming in you know i don't i won't think i'll take credit for that i don't yeah. think i'm that influential but um the the the, the opportunities out there yeah. and more and more people know that the old way of doing things has been falling it's falling and so they anyone they just like dude people need hope man that's yeah. all i can say yeah. you know people are watching you too just you know like i've got uh young bucks that follow our channel that are in roofing sales that are that are encouraged to see you that are that are starting to do their own podcasts or videos or anything like that i'm encouraging them too because yeah. i think the more that we share stuff um kind that's of, what i like yeah yeah like they've got that group but leveling the playing field the yeah i really i don't know what that group's about but i'm saying like that is really what it does though it democratizes it gives opportunity out to people that wouldn't have had it yeah when there's something like this where just like hustle and like tenacity and you don't have, you know, whatever it happens to be. For, like, I just love that opportunity gets spread out. And I think that like I see people doing that. I see social media doing that. It's dangerous. It's fucking too much of our attention. But it's also super powerful. It's though, also beautiful. Super powerful and beautiful directed in the right way. That's what I'm saying. Like. Oh, social media changed my life. It changed everything for me. People ask me, like you, you ask me, like I wonder, like how, how, how did that go get so crazy, right? Yeah. And I don't know, but like I just, dude, it works, and it's been working, and it continues to give yeah. and give, not only to me, to other people. Now there's, uh, I see a lot more people doing social media yeah. that didn't before, yeah. and a lot of people branding yourself. Here's an important thing, though. I always was of the mind that I was gonna brand myself and never my company because I don't own that company. You, yeah. you this is your company. God bless yeah. you, right? Hope. The, yeah, love these guys. I'll get, I'll get it tatted on me because it's my company. Yeah, because yeah. that's your company. Yeah. But you but need to own your own. Your but own what's stuff. worked for me, and I think a lot of popular is because I had branded myself before that video came out. People yeah. know what Ben Shocker does. And that video just 10x it, amp 100x it, amplified it. So you guys got to get on social media. It's just part of doing business nowadays. And right. don't be afraid. People, like, don't, dude, you know the most popular videos are just the ones with the handheld camera. Yeah, you just do this and it's like, boom. Yeah, because people like like the personality stuff, like, you know. People like authenticity yeah, and genuineness, yep. man. And that's why I think a lot that my video went, it was just... Dude, raw and real. I just came from the field. I was a little sweaty. I was totally overweight. And I, like, I was yeah. just like a normal yeah. dude. I wasn't this svelte, professional, yeah. Gucci-looking yeah. guy who yeah. does roof sales. And is like, hey, you know, I yeah. was just a normal guy. And yeah. that's who I am today. And I just like to help people uh, yeah. and introduce them to this opportunity. All right. So we got our last last couple questions here. The, the one you probably get the most. 
but we, we got to do it as part of this video, which is the top couple tips for that guy. You know, I, I put the video out this morning of the guy who got his first roof sale, but that was one out of, in a month. One, that's, I mean, there's people going through this right now that are early and it's tough. Can you give them some, some actionable tips for what they should be doing a little bit better um, in, the, in the field here? Three sales tips. Before the season? Or, sure. Uh, yeah. Okay, so before the season, just I would say what I did, I'm, I'm doing like a cleanse or whatever, uh, like a met, like I've been going, this is my 68th day of no drinking and working out in the gym. Now, am I maxing out and <laughs> doing all that? No, I'm creating the habit, which then creates the lifestyle. So first, get your mind right, get your body right, get ready for the season, because it's going to be a strenuous season. When you deal with people, it's always going to affect you mentally and physically. Get your mind right. Secondly, uh, get out any old business going forward and just look over that. Who got left behind last year? What needs to get done? Get that taken care of. Get organized. I went the other day and got a new organizer with my folders and my notepad and new new um, new office material, whatever, new administrative material. Like It just gets yeah. me all hyped and yeah, ready for the year. Yeah. I'll get my stickers on it. I'll personalize it. It gives me ownership. Yeah. So um, get ready. Get your door hangers ready. Get, get your marketing ready. Get that every... I like to get one of those milk crates and get... Let's say I want to sell a million dollars. So I'll get... Oh, what, 100 folders in there all ready yeah. to go for the year. So I don't have to come back and waste time because, as you know, or you may, you're finding out, like, when there's a storm, if you're not first, you're last. So you mm -hmm. want to have all your marketing materials, anything that you got to go to get yeah. on the block, get your, get your cougar paws, get your chalk, get everything that you need to be a professional out there. Dress nice, mm -hmm. super nice, get your crisp, clean clothes, nice, brand-new white shoes or athletic shoes. So what do you see with those guys that are, like, rocking the long hair and and some crazy pants or something like do you really think that you you kind of want to you know what i'm saying like on the cat a little bit casual side yeah do you would you suggest I, I know this is like a weird specific question but would you like if you if you didn't care about offending somebody would you say to cut their hair you yeah. know here's the thing i i just know for me um as someone if i was opening the door i don't want to hear smell cigarette smoke I don't really like the tattoos, just certain things that are still taboo in society. Yeah. And I just said the cleaner the process, the cleaner the presentation, yeah. the better the outcome. Yeah, That's I always just thought, like, here's the deal. I had, like, when I started marketing and even was in a little bit of sales and marketing, I had, like, the samurai thing going on. <laughs> and, you know, like, and that was cool at one point. Um, maybe. I don't know for sure. Uh, but anyways, I... I just cut it off because I was like, I'm just going to give myself every possible advantage. I'm just going to take every advantage I possibly can. And even up to these 2% advantages, like a little bit of hair. Some people are get confused by that. I'm sorry. I, I need to 10 extra. I need to take every Here's, complete responsibility. And it's annoying, but I, I exactly yeah. everything you, everything you have to take responsibility for. And it's not about you and what you like. Yeah. People, that was the hardest thing for me to learn is that, it, no, the, and people shouldn't judge the market, you for that. The, people shouldn't they shouldn't, judge. but the facts are people judge you, dude. Yeah. Like, it's just a yeah. fact of reality. Um, and neatness is the point. Neat, neatness. So at clean, least, at like least crispy. neatness, yeah. I just like to feel crispy and ready to go. Yeah. And, re and it yeah. just like people appreciate you taking the time, yeah. I think, to yeah. do that. 
Yeah, and basically this is obviously very subjective, and I think you could probably if you're like a if you have that high energy and you got you could get away with yeah, whatever you, could, you yeah. want if, if you're, you're that like a super guy. if you're yeah. like top two percent you can get what, away with yeah. whatever you want. You know what? I think sometimes it's good for me to think of it like I've got a little bit of a handicap in certain ways. Like if I hey I I'm a little ADD. I'm a, you know, and sometimes I'm not perfect in these sales conversations. So I want to give myself all the other advantages. Exactly, yeah, it's know. about the sh the slight edge, man. Yeah. Whatever, however you can get a slight edge. We got a guy right now that all of us wear uh, company shirts, and he dresses on a button-down polo and khaki pants and boat shoes mm -hmm. all summer. Yeah. And the guy does high-end houses, you know. So. So yeah, you can get away with whatever. If you're Over here in Minnesota, team. you can get away yeah. with a lot because people are lake lifestyle, laid yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. You know? And at the end of the day, like, hey, if you're that guy, if you're a high performer and you do it no matter what, then you, you know, where do your where thing. Yeah, at. do your thing. Don't yeah. that's don't not listen about to you. me. Do that's what not works. About you. This do is what about works. Yeah, do what works. But those two things, and then just lastly, just commit. Like, have your year out planned ahead of time. I'm gonna commit for going hard. I like to do 90 day runs because it creates a lot of momentum that carries you through the dog days of summer, or just like. Just commit and just get your number. Know your numbers. Know what you got to hit. And I'm not a numbers guy, but you got. It's super important to know your numbers and mm -hmm. what uh, KPIs and all mm -hmm. that to hit. It's just it takes you to the next level. And the and the guy, the chuck in the truck, ain't doing it. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. All right. Well, the last thing. What would you What would you uh, invite our audience to do um, if you you want to connect with them or okay cool so thank you again for having me here man i love your logo i love hanging out with you and talking yeah. business if you want to reach out to me first of all check out my video on youtube uh type in roof sales i'm the first video that comes up give it a like share i just appreciate you looking at and keeping that going if you know someone who's looking for an opportunity share that with them you're looking for anybody who needs a little hope in life share that with them a lot of people watch that video for different reasons it's helping a lot of people so do that if you want to get some gear i got some good merch on the d to d sales drip we got posters, we got hats, we got leggings, we got whatever you want, and they got a big gorilla. So if you're into gorillas, check that out. Also, if you want to do some consulting, you can find me on Roofing uh, School at Dimitri uh, with Roofing Insights. Tag, get him involved, um, or just private consulting or flyings. You can just DM me and we can get you settled. But I would like to help you in any way. I got a lot of people always in my inbox just saying, hey, I think I'm getting screwed over. Can you look at this comp plan or can you look at this number? Hey, what's the best shoes to wear? What's the best uh, techniques for that? Anything that you want, I'm usually available. I want to be a resource for you guys because if I help you guys, maybe you guys support what I'm doing down the line. But most importantly, I want to be there for you because there wasn't too many resources for me when I got started. And I would just like to be a helpful resource for the industry. Love it. Man, so many times I've been, people have been generous with me. Hey, sometimes people have been assholes too. Yeah. I focus on the people that have been generous to me mm -hmm. and I try to like pass that on too. And I mean, it's so funny. It feels like, good. Yeah, every industry has those people that kind of like push you down when you're early. But like that puts a little bit of like sting in my gut too to like make sure that I'm different this time. I don't want to be that guy, dude. No. People no. were like that when It's easy too when uh, when you forget where you came from and the bills are paid and the money's coming in to to forget where you came from, but I don't want to ever lose that feeling and also like we owe it to ourselves. We're so blessed to be in a nice space where nice margins and 
I mean, I don't think you go without eating. I know yeah. I don't. Yeah. Like, there's I, always free food everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's our responsibility to give a little back to the industry mm -hmm. and help the next generation mm -hmm. just elevate the industry and make it more um, mainstream. There's some other t leaders doing that in mm -hmm. this space and I applaud them, but I think it's our duty to just to help people going forward, uh, collaboration versus competition. Love it. All right, thanks, Ben. No problem. Appreciate it. And the podcast put on by HookAgency.com. Hook Agency all over social. Thank you for watching or listening. Bye. Yeah. Dope. Thanks, dude. No, thank you. You got some good...